Alright. Happy Wednesday. It's May the 1st, 2019, and I'm Eric. As always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where today is the first day of Asian Heritage Month. Or as we call it in Vancouver, a glimpse into our future. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I was waiting for that all day. Uh, that was a good one. Well done. Thank you, thank you. It's been a while since we had a good one. How's how's Gord doing today? Uh doing all right. Uh, as I mentioned while we were off the air, I am looking forward to a very very busy day tomorrow, which will be nice. And uh, yeah, that's about the extent of my shit. Very good. <laughs> um, I got to ask you a really ridiculous question today, and I figured I'd pose it on the air to you and our listeners. Hi, listeners. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for listening to Eric and Gord. Um, this is a question that was posed to me last night. Would you rather have sex with a goat and nobody ever find out, or never have sex with a goat and everybody thinks that you did? Ooh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest, kind of kind of scared to answer that question. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's, uh, I, I, <laughs> I thought it would be more fun than it was <laughs> when I got out there. Like, oh, not to consider that. <laughs> yeah, I, um, you know... I think that if rumors ever went around that I fucked a goat, I just think that a lot of people would just get more of a laugh out of that than they would about anything else. Yeah. So I think I would rather take the uh, take the rumor than I'm the pretty, actual act. I'm pretty sure my friends would not be surprised. Oh. Yeah, I like, my friends would just be like, "Yeah, he's probably drunk," <laughs> <laughs> or does stupid shit when he drinks. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Well, everybody, uh, send in your answers. I'm curious as to what you would say to this. Uh, Eric at ericingboard.com or Gord at ericingboard.com. Um, some big stuff happening for us, hopefully. Um, I, I worked very, very hard in the last 24 hours trying to get us out there on the podcast radar, and I think I did a good job. I approached a lot of people that were way out of our league and asked them to please review our show. So we can expect some probably fairly negative reviews in the next little while. <laughs> That's all right. Any yeah. review is a good review at this stage. Exactly. And I, I went after like the New York Times. So, you know, it's not like Jimmy's podcast corner from his mom's basement. I got the fucking New York Times. No, exactly. <laughs> um, there's a few where you can you have to pay. You have to pay like up to a hundred dollars to have your show reviewed by them. Really? But but it, but it goes a long way in, in like advertising for when they do. Well, fuck that. They got to pay us to do that shit. Yeah, that's kind of how I thought. But no, I guess it's the other way around. Um, and that's just fine uh, because we are making more money now. Um, thanks to some friends, some new friends. Well, they're not new friends. I was either around. I just didn't pay enough attention to them. That's our, our good buddies at, at uh, Radio Public, uh, RadioPublic.com. It's free. It's easy to use. And it helps listeners like you find and support shows like ours. Uh, I'll be dropping a whole bunch of those throughout the episode because we don't have sound effects. So. Well, that's cool. Somebody's got to do it, and I usually don't, so. Uh, yeah, no, it's actually, it's a really cool sign. I've always liked it. I didn't realize how much they do for podcasters. I thought it was just going listen. And something might, people might like about uh, listening on Radio Public, uh, there's no login, there's no password, nothing like that. You just go, you listen to your favorite show, and that's it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's very that's cool. That's way easier. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so there's no... There's no secret subscriptions or pay to download. Nothing hidden. No, no, nothing. They don't take any personal information from you. You just listen to your shows and that's it. Oh, that's fucking perfect. Yeah, I thought that some people might find that really, really cool. Uh, I certainly do. I, I think that's very helpful. Um, and they they pay out um, not based on the size of your audience. They just it's uh, it's divided evenly, very like like communist. Well, that's just 
so much better. Yeah. Another thing I'll say before I move on really quickly, it is available everywhere in the world. Any, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to Radio Public. And uh, that is on iOS or or uh, Android. So they're pretty fucking cool. Nice. Uh, okay. Well, do we want to get into the nitty-gritty of it, or should we start with some campaign news? Um, let's jump into the nitty-gritty of it. All right. I've been dying to talk to you about this story. This weekend, uh, the Indian Army uh, reported that an expedition team in Nepal discovered Yeti footprints in the Himalayan mountains. The tracks in the snow measured 35 inches by 15 inches, and they were spotted near their base camp on the Nepal-China border. Photos of the tracks will be sent to Chinese experts for analysis, and to date, there has never been any scientific evidence of any kind to support the idea that a Yeti is real. And I have a feeling that no matter what the results is, that's going to continue. This was in an area where he's commonly sighted, where he's only been sighted, actually. Um, right, I forget the name of the mountain now, but uh, it's one of the tallest mountains in the world. But it's not, okay. it's not one of the first two, because I know there were two, and it wasn't that. Um, but yeah, it's the only place yet he's ever been seen, um, but no one's ever... He is more elusive than Bigfoot, apparently. They, they got these big snowy footprints, and they're the Indian Army is convinced. Now, I don't know what the Chinese are going to think of this. I don't know how friendly they are with the Indians. I don't know, but when I was looking it up, when I looked at one of the pictures, I, my immediately thought was, well, it looks to me like it's been melted around. Yeah. Like it's melted itself down a bit, and if that's true, then that explains the sheer size. Sure. And that would also explain why it would look like more of a footprint when it could just be a giant bear fucking print. No, um, I don't know if it's a thing in that part of the world, but the first thing that crossed my mind was snowshoes. Um, yeah, but snowshoes aren't going to leave impressions of, like, front toes. This thing, you could actually clearly see what looks like a form of, like, a toe. I see. But there are brown bears and something else that lives up in that area. Of course, yeah. Could it be a giant, like, uh, reverent bear? Is that the name Possibly. Of it? Yeah, so. um, I, I like I like the idea of these things existing. I, I'm not sure that I believe that they do. But I like the concept. I like to think that they might. I still like to think, too, that there's a chance that um, we just haven't discovered everything yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, That's kind of nice. And there are parts, like, there's, there's parts of forests we just can't get to. Um, so you never know. There could be something. I like that. Yeah. I'm always been a fan of Bigfoot. I hope he's out there and rocking it for us. Uh, yeah, he, I don't care, really, but I guess he's like Bigfoot's cousin, so he's probably cool. But he's like that weird cousin, you know, when you like your best friend's cousin comes and it's always weird to hang out with them. Yeah, that would be Bigfoot. <laughs> I know that um, when I was reading the article on that one, there's an offshoot article I clicked on and I was reading, and apparently uh, they had found what they thought was uh, Bigfoot bones. So they turned around and had the DNA tested. Turns out it was a bear. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they kind of fucked the pooch on that one. We, I was uh, thoroughly convinced that I found human bones when I was a child. When I was a child, I was probably 13, 12 or 13. And I found a cell really? I was totally convinced it was human uh, just because the femur was very convincing. And I had just seen the birds with Tom Hanks, so I knew what a femur was. Um, and it was a horse. Yeah, it was the bones of a horse. <laughs> Funny how kind of disappointing that is afterwards, right? And yet, now in my mind, it's relieving. Like, I'm glad I never found a human. But at the time, I would yeah, rather have found a human. Um, but I did get like, people involved. I called the police, I had the coroner come down. Like, I was, I was convinced. But, um, well, I. 
I did the same thing. Um, the uh, the ex-wife and I actually went for a fucking hike once. One of the very few times we actually went and did something that's like exercise related. And um, we had, um, you know, because you know we everywhere we go, we we drank and brought drugs with us, so we were smoking weed. And uh, so we sort of went off the beaten path a little bit. This is on the uh, the Bruce Trail here. We went off the beaten path a little bit just to smoke this. So we weren't bugging anybody. And um, ended up finding this set of bones. And they looked really weird because I just, I, I was, I, my first thought when I saw it was like, holy shit, this is like children's bones. That's what it looked like. It looked like a fucking a child's fucking set of bones. And uh, so I ended up actually collecting them. And I, well, I took like two of the bones, stuck it in my pocket, and then we finished off the hike, and then we went back, and I ended up going to the police station with it. And I said, hey, I said I was out for a walk in the through trail, and I found this. And as soon as the guy looks at it, he goes, let me take a good look at that. And he just looks at it again, he goes, yeah, no, that's not human. That's actually from this animal. I'm like, how the hell do you know that? He goes, actually, I'm studying this for a living right now. He goes, so this is, like, perfect. He flips his book open. He's literally on the page showing the skeleton page of the skeleton I'm staring at. What are the odds of that? Uh, pretty much impossible, but, yeah, it was very fucking humorous. So That's I had what was it? Um, it was... What the fuck was it? I'm trying to remember. It was the remains of... I want to say, like, possibly, like, like I, I think it was, like, the remains of, like, a raccoon. Oh, okay. Isn't that just something random, like a, like a kangaroo or something? Just like, what? Yeah, that just that'd be fucking weird if I was it. Um, oh look, it's a marsupial from Australia. Of course, that's where you found it in fucking northern Canada. Yeah, course. exactly. Right? Uh, <laughs> like those, those feet that keep turning up every couple of years in the shoes. Yeah. There's thirteen or fourteen of those water dogs. They just every every so often they float up on the shore. It's a, a foot in a shoe. That's every foot in a in a shoe. One. I remember that that was happening. Yeah, it still happens. Every, every so often, I'll pop up in the water and I can't fucking figure it out. Jesus. That's creepy. Yeah, I just did that. That's something that I'm not sure I want to know the reason for. I want to get a hold of some friends in Australia and see if I can get some kangaroo bones and freak people out around here. Seriously, <laughs> just this song. Well, certainly ask them all you want because, uh, yeah. Fuck that. They're shitty little animals out there one day. I'm happy. They told them. They told them like 20,000 a year. Jesus Christ, really? Oh, yeah. They're, they're brutal. They wipe out an entire crop in a day. Like, they just wow. come, they come running through like a herd of deer, but they eat everything in their fucking path. They'll put a farmer out of business overnight. Jesus uh, Christ. Not to mention, some of them are the size of moose, so you hit them with your car, and you're, you're fucked up. Uh, so, and they're big and stupid, and, they, and they're angry, and they just run down the middle of the road. So they got to get rid of them. They, they, they take over like that if you, know, if you let them run wild. So they, they have government teams that go out. Really, yeah? And told them every year. Because they know how to do shit right. Learn something new every day. How about that? Thing sucks. Finding bones is cool. I always wanted to be like a bone finding guy, like a paleontologist or an archaeologist or some guys. See, I always thought the same thing, but then I always thought for as often as you're constantly digging and looking, you would just it would just be so disappointing how you'd never find when you only get like that one every like ten years. Like, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. Uh, my yeah. Friend, I have a very good friend. His father is a paleontologist. Who knows actually a paleontologist? This guy was. He had one big discovery his whole life. He, he discovered some prehistoric moss that had never been discovered before, and that was, that, that was like the only thing he ever found his whole career. Like the rest of it was just like dusting off rocks for fifty years. But he's like famous for finding this rock. It's like, it's not named after him, but it, he named it. Um, he didn't name it after himself? What the fuck was he thinking? No, I don't know. It's just that kind of family, they're weird. Um, but yeah, he's famous. And he didn't get any money or anything. But, but he got a lot of notoriety for it. 
but even so, like, like I said, it's like you you said, it's it's fifty years of disappointment for maybe one good discovery. Yeah, and you better fucking hope that you find that discovery, because otherwise it's just a whole lot of waste of time. Yeah, you might not. And then what do you? How do you justify your career if you if you do if you do nothing? Really, you 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 read other people's research and go out based on their research and don't ever discover anything of your own. Scientists must yeah, be you, really depressed. I see. I would have to assume so. Like that's. I think that's one of those things where once you actually start looking at what you're actually doing, that's when people turn around and say, yeah, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah, well, it's got to be like, I would imagine it's the same in all branches, like physicists and stuff like that. Again, you know, if you if you study string theory or whatever, black holes, and you can't ever prove it, um, and then you don't, so what the hell was your, the point of your entire career, really? Yeah. Whoa, I made theories. Congratulations, you guessed. Way to go. Yes, but really, you didn't. Uh, someone before you guessed, and you just regurgitated their studies, trying to find your own thing. That's yeah. Wow, that's yeah. Nice. I'm sorry, science geese. That's really dumb. Unless you get to be like Bill Nye or something, then, then you're awesome. But if you're, if you're not Bill Nye, then you suck. And that's stupid. That's it. Yeah, you got, you got a whole lot of nothing to fucking offer. Wow, I never really thought about it like that. That's, uh, what a horrible life. No wonder science teachers are all gay. So <laughs> you think that's where you go when you've given up, right? Like, if you're, if you're smart enough to give up early on your dreams, yeah. you become a science teacher, obviously. That's all you can yeah. do with your, with your shitty science theory. Like, you're go work at fucking Kmart. No, no, I guess that's very true. Yeah, like, a whole lot of no, of any fucking many options after that. That's the thing with all these specialized degrees that you go to school for so many years to become a doctor and masters of super science all and um, you, you can't do anything practical with them. That like if it doesn't work out, what do you do? You work at fucking seven teams. You go back to teaching. Or, or, or teach, yeah. Because teachers are, <laughs> that's what teachers are. Teachers are either uh, hippies who are way too optimistic or failed professionals. Yep. That's uh, pretty much exactly right. Um, if you can't do it, you teach it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, wow. I should go back and apologize to all my science teachers. I was really mean to them. Because they're right into their shit, too. They're so excited about, like, trying to get you into science. No one's into science. I had, uh, when I went back to school, when I was trying to be a massage therapist, uh, when I went back to the adult learning to get my GED, um, yeah, that's right, everybody. I lied on all my resume. I've never graduated. Fuck you. Um, um, nobody seems to give a shit anyways. Um, mind you, they actually would never be able to find, because I actually... Uh, destroyed my school record. Well, we, we've got uh, documentation of your foray into the job hunting in, in Ontario. I'm sure your credentials are the last thing they're looking at when they got you sticking square pegs in a round hole. Yeah, but if they were ever to actually go in, and they, if somebody were to actually go to my high school to find my record, they don't exist. Yeah, that's cool. Well, by the sounds of what you went through when you were looking for a job when you first got there, uh, I think they'd just be impressed you could spell GED. Yeah, Jesus. Is that with a Q? I can't remember. Jesus, GED. I like that even better. <laughs> uh, my brother went for his GED when he was like 40, and uh, he's living a very, very happy life uh, now. Uh, don't, don't, don't get discouraged, kids. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. Um, yeah, but when I went through that, because I had to get my uh, science up, because I didn't have uh, good science grades, and uh, my science teacher was awesome. He was a really great guy. He spent a lot of really great one-on-one time with me trying to, to get it figured out, and it was fucking hilarious, because when we were doing, like, the basically the grade 9 science part, uh, like, the biology aspect of it, like, the cells and all that stuff... He just watched me struggle and struggle and struggle that I just wasn't getting it. Right. And I was actually interested in it, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't get it. I just my brain just wasn't fucking picking it up. And um, as the science went on, 
what he couldn't understand because it was completely backwards the way it works was my grades kept getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't impre- they weren't improving. They're actually getting worse. And he's like, I just don't understand. That just doesn't happen. Like, what the hell? I'm like, I just I just don't like to learn this stuff. Labels in that sense don't um, just don't work well with me. This is why I don't remember names and things like that. Just specific labels, like terms. Right. I don't. I just don't have the brain power for it. Isn't that funny? And this is why I argue a lot. Yeah. Well, sure. Because it's just easier. Um. Sorry, I just say it gets incredibly noisy in here all of a sudden. Um. Yeah, I can see that. That's uh. I was always I was mediocre in science. I didn't think it when I didn't have you. Math was always weak for me. What is going on? Math. math was an easy one for you? No, math was always very, very hard for me. Um, yeah. And then I think in grade 10, it, it, like, it's only mandatory until grade 10, so I, that's when I stopped. Smart. Um, yeah. Oh, no, that's not true. I, did, I took all three maths in grade 11. That's what it was. Did oh, I got, fuck, did you really? Yeah, they finally put me in the retard math in grade 11. They figured out I just wasn't going to get it, so they put me in the retard math, and I did really good in that. So they put me in, like, we have what was called intro math. Yeah. Which is kind of like the intermediate one between real math and, and the retard math, and I ended up doing that really well at that. So they put me up to the real math, and then I sucked again. <laughs> and then in grade 12, you don't have to do math. That's when you pick, like, your calculus or or trigonometry or whatever, you know, I didn't pick any Screw that crap. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I, um, when I was in school, uh, when I was in, in grade eight, I was a, like, that was just the beginning of my rebellious and just letting yeah. fucking loose with things. And I was just a, I was a. I still have my report cards. They are hilarious. Yeah. I, I don't, I think my mother burned mine just because they were just things that no human being should have to read. Um, but uh, in our um, French class that we had, we had this teacher, and she was she was an awesome teacher. We all loved her. She was great. She was very patient with me because I my French was terrible. I, I couldn't speak a fucking word of it, which is also why I suck at French still. Um, but then halfway through the school year, she left because she was pregnant. So she left with a pregnancy leave. And we were all really pissed off over the fact that she left because we were, like, broken up about this. And every teacher that they brought back, they were brought in, we just basically rebelled against them. Yeah. And it got to the point where we went through 13 teachers in half a semester, two of them quit teaching as a profession. Uh, One had a nervous breakdown. Um, It was brutal. Um, And my grades reflected it. Um, (laughs) So when I got into high school, uh, I remember like the first day of class in high school, my first class was French. Wow. And I'm sitting there, uh, and a buddy of mine leans over to me and says, George, check this out, man. And he had a Mickey of fucking uh, Bacardi rum. <laughs> and he goes to sort of hand it to me. And as soon as he leans forward to hand it to me, it literally just fucking slipped out of his hand, hit the ground, and shattered. Oh, no. And it's second... Now, the teacher wasn't in class yet, so the second the thing shattered, I'm like, ah, and I started laughing at him. All of a sudden, the pager fucking comes on in, in the classroom, and it's the principal saying, Gord's straight to the office, Gord's straight to the office. I'm like, how the fuck am I getting blamed for this fucking shit? Like, I mean, it just happened. I never touched it. What the hell? And uh, it turns out that they pulled me in... Uh, to uh, basically tell me that I didn't have a chance in hell of passing French. So they basically just gave me the credit and they just gave me a free class the first period. That's hilarious. <laughs> so that was kind of kind of nice knowing that they just aren't even going to bother to help you. They're just going to be like, yeah, no, fuck it. No, don't. I, uh, give them credit, they'll be fine. I failed grade eight. Um, but my whole report card was like, we don't understand. We know he's smart. I don't know why he did this to himself, kind of thing. Like he just refused to apply himself. Yep, and that was every one of mine. When we went back in September, my principal had a great idea. He said, "You know what? I, uh, we're going to try you in grade nine and see if you can keep up." Because I think you can. So we're going to do. We're going to put you in grade nine for for six weeks, and and then we'll revisit it. And naturally, being a very busy man, he completely forgot about me. So at the end of that grade nine. 
someone brought it to his attention. <laughs> and he pulls me into the office. He's like, you weren't supposed to be in grade nine. And I was like, nope. He's like, well, it wouldn't be fair to put you back now. You did okay. So, I, so you actually got to stay ahead of the grade. Yeah, I, I should have been behind the grade, and I ended up uh, evening out perfectly and grading right on time. Isn't that funny? Uh, God bless you, Mr. Kishilling. He still works for the school board. He's some big head honcho on the school board. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, good, good guy. Good guy, though, for for seeing that in me. And then I went. I I, I figured out how to play the game. I realized if you get on the honor roll, you can get away with whatever the fuck you want. So I went that route for the rest of the school. I was the honor roll kid who, who pissed everybody off at the teachers didn't care because my grades were up. Oh, man. Yeah, see, I couldn't hit honor roll if my life depended on it. I just didn't care enough. More like jelly roll. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, it's a fat joke. Oh. Uh, bad joke. You can uh, enjoy a lot more of those fat jokes if you listen to us on Radio Public. That's right. Um, Lots of fat jokes. Because when you listen on Radio Public, everybody benefits. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. Enough about us. Where were we? We were uh, Bigfoot. We discussing the uh, Bigfoot there. Discussing the Bigfoot. Um, the second biggest story of the day. I knew this one would get a rise out of you and probably um, Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis. The head of NASA announced that we should prepare for a major meteor event in our lifetime. Um, he went on to say that these happen far more often than we're made aware of. Yep. Um, and something big is, is bound to happen, he said, and, and we're, we're going to see it. Um, now, statistically, uh, these, these events happen about once every 60 years. Uh, but he's saying they've recorded three major ones in the last hundred years. Wow. So yeah. it, it should have been in one in, a, in 60, but it was three in, in half of that. So, well, you know what I mean. Um, so frightening stuff. Now, NASA is supposed to track any object that's bigger than 460 feet in diameter. Um, they've only managed to catalog about 25% of them. So 75% of objects that are bigger than 460 feet in diameter are still floating around out there. And they don't know. They, they, could, they could hit us now. Like something that the size of what killed the dinosaurs. And there'd be a whole lot of not much they could do about it. No, no. And I don't think Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck will be ready to take it on when it happens. So. No. Maybe if Ben Affleck dressed as Batman, he might. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, you just wrote Armageddon, too. <laughs> I'm a Batman again. <laughs> I'm a getting the Batmobile. <laughs> now, they do have, uh, so I was reading in about, a little bit about that as well, and um, they did say that um, they are a bunch of money was invested um, so that they could um, actually um, figure out how they could stop a meteor and their only suggestion so far is to basically hit it with an object at a high speed. Right, exactly. Um, and uh, a lot of that funding I've been told is, is going to a new moon landing in 2024. Why? Just uh, probably uh, so flat earthers can go fuck themselves. I don't know. It's not going to matter. They're not going to fucking listen. They're idiots. Yeah, that's true. But I still like that it's happening. I think it's cool. I think it's kind of dispel the rumors. Kind of like, how dare these arrogant fucks call Chris Hadfield a liar? That, just, that bugs me. Or, or Juliet, uh, whatever, uh, the Attorney General, the Payette, Julie Payette. Um, really? Like, these are national heroes. These are just saying they're lying. It, it's disgusting to me. So I like this. Anything we can do to uh, prove them wrong is good in my books. Yeah, I just don't think that... You can't prove somebody wrong when they don't have any intention of admitting being wrong in the first place. I uh, I honestly never considered this a possibility in our lifetime. Like, 
I'm sure it's, it's something that would happen, but I never considered it feasible in any way. Uh, it's, it's almost a little bit nerve-wracking to think that this could happen, and, and the fact that we would have no very little warning. Yeah, I don't think that... Um... I don't think that they that if if an asteroid were to actually start coming towards us, I don't think that they would say anything at all about it until it was discovered by the private sector. Yeah, which uh, is more realistic than than not nowadays. With uh, there's a lot of private sector guys working on space programs of their own. Elon Musk. Elon, uh, you got Richard Branson. There's a uh, there's a big Israeli group that that does stuff. Yeah. Um, there's there's a bunch of them. Elon is just the most famous one because he's very bold and and his stuff blows up. Yeah. <laughs> but he's the only one trying. No one no one else is really trying. It. Uh, there there's theoretical and there's you know there's talk about it. But again, lots of guesswork. <laughs> yeah, that's the scary thing. It, it is a lot of guesswork. And, uh, you know, what if they guess wrong? There was that one. Remember that one? It was, uh, I want to say, maybe, maybe eight years ago, maybe less than that, the one in Russia. It, it killed a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. That's the Russian math that I make fun of. It's not funny. 1,700 people died, but... Um, well, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because it has nothing to do with us. That's kind of funny. Well, yeah, it wasn't 1,700 people I liked or something. Yeah. <laughs> because that was you weren't like friends or anything. Fuck them. <laughs> Russian, aren't they always starving anyway? There's too many of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, terrible. I take it back, Russians. Um, if you end up running America now, uh, I just forget I said that. Yeah, it would be the battle against Russia versus fucking China at the end of it. Yeah, it's really what it's coming down to. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. What the fuck is going on in here? What a weird noise. I don't understand. This is the quietest place in the history of Vancouver. And I just pick it on the noisiest day ever. I don't even know what they're doing. There's nothing anywhere that would make that sound. <laughs> This is coming from nowhere. I have no goddamn luck with this. Um, sorry. No, a little sorry. bit of a distraction there. Um, so, yeah, I thought you'd like that case story because you like those. And uh, I just think it's neat to finally hear to announce something relevant because I've heard so much mud swinging about them lately. Um, it's nice to see them come out with a, something sound that, that makes sense and makes them look good. Everybody needs a positive spin on something. Because they don't seem to really want to participate in a lot of defending themselves against these attacks. Um, now, that being said, they don't really need to. But No, I think that's the big difference. They just don't really give a shit at all. Yeah, and that's, that's fair. But I think uh, on one hand, you, you can only uh, you open yourself up to suspicion if you, if you push that too much, you know? Yeah. Well, there's foot shoes. Why are you getting foot shoes through the dirt ball? What the fuck is going on? I'm going to take a little break. Okay. Look at historical walking tours. What historical? This ball was built in 1999. I mean, for the record, you also kind of sound like you're partially muffled. Like you're talking through a sweater. Well, I don't know what to do about that. I mean, it might just be my fucking speakers because I got a blown speaker in my fucking car, so I had to do some readjustments. That could be a combination of both. But I'm wondering, the recording never sounds like what you and I hear anyway. That's part of having a studio and stuff. Yeah. So you can actually hear what I'm recording. Alright, I'm going to try to move on here. I'm going to go outside. Uh, okay. I'll edit that part on. I actually will. <laughs> I'll actually edit it this time. Oh, no, 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 no. I will. I'm, we gotta pump out some good episodes to impress people. Because I'm not kidding. I told myself. 
better. There's a lot of podcast magazines. Like, way more than I uh, knew existed. And I never really considered them existing. I guess I should have thought of that. Minor detail. But they're, you know, it's huge. It's like, there's a big market of like, podcast stuff. I kind of thought it was just podcasters supporting podcasters. I didn't realize it. It was like as, as big as it is, but it's just like them too. Like we're we're no worse off than most. We're all kind of right. on a level playing field, except for like the, the Joe Rogans of the world. But those are actually few and far between. That's why you hear the same name come up over and over and over because there's not that many of them. No. Yeah. So we do we do actually stand a legitimate chance if we can clean up our act and well, we can get the production side cleaned up. Um, we stand a chance of actually, you know, getting there with, with the patch, which is weird and cool. <laughs> that, that certainly is. Because I didn't know that when I started this. I thought this was a thing that, you know, that passed 10 years ago and, and now they were just giving the, the shitty free version to the rest of us. You know, I, I kind of thought it was like, just like everything else in my life, I miss the trendy version, but I get the shitty Zeller's version. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I thought I was doing with my little podcast. I didn't realize I was on the verge of something. <laughs> that's Never saw it coming, eh? No, not a clue. Um, so now I'm scared and excited. And now I'm a little nervous about the production that I thought was funny. Um, now I'm thinking maybe it's not so funny. <laughs> funny how that works. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, well, I, I thought, like, who cares? Really? This is never going to be a thing. It's just me talking. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know 5,000 people were going to fucking listen. No. Fuck no. I remember it's just still talking about, hey, Dick Water hit 100? <laughs> yeah. We are at over 5,000 now. We were, I want to go back. I, I don't remember what we were at when we started. I know it was low. I remember, I remember it being like three people, and then I remember it being like 33 people. Yeah, that was you, and that, that, that hurt me a little bit, actually, in the beginning. Because I remember like like single digits going into triple digits, and like, what the fuck? Yeah, just, it was like really, really quick. I knew you were going to be a good addition. I didn't know you were going like, to like exponentially change things. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I, I think it's just, I was you were the the perfect piece of the puzzle. Um, I don't think I was that shitty without you. I like to not think that anyway. I think it just I just think that the big difference is that you have somebody to like you just you have somebody to work off of, and yeah. we both work very well when it comes to conversation. So exactly. Anyway, it's exciting, and he's finding these magazines. Sorry, I know I'm distant. Just give me a sec. Uh, sorry, here we go. Um, yeah, finding all this information last night was really, really exciting, actually. Um, so I'll, I'll keep you posted on what's going on, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to yeah, keep, I'm just going to attack these people. A lot of them say they're not into our genre because there's too many like us. But I think we stand out. I've listened to the other one. I absolutely think we stand out. I think we're a little bit different than everybody else. I hope. Well, we'll find out because I sent us off to six different ones last night. Do you want to know why I think we stand out more than the rest? Because we don't have a fucking script. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing I wanted about. I mean, we're the only ones that just don't have it. Apparently. Yeah, we're, we're the definition of fucking freeform. Yeah, evidently we're the only ones who don't, like, publish our notes with our episodes. Yeah, no, fuck that. Um, yeah, I don't see me ever doing that. Uh, I only take notes about every third one, so. Speaking of which, we should get back to it. Um, not that it matters, they don't know, there's no break. Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I'm going to pull my notes here. All right. I wanted to, before I get to the fun stuff that I want to talk about, 
there was one story that really pissed me off today. And it genuinely, I was actually angry about this for most of the day. What's that? Uh, first quarter reporting is happening right now in the business world. And Tim Horton is reporting a loss of $61 million in the first quarter of 2019. $61 million loss. $61 million loss. And the best explanation they can come up with is because the roll-up-the-rim to win competition is stale and not exciting to consumers anymore. This is a uh, 30-year-old uh, endeavor. Uh, 1986 was the first roll-up-the-rim-to-win. And they think it's lost on the... They're trying to find a way to make it digital. It's lost on the new... This is why they lost $61 million. Um, now, one of the big things is all the prizes weren't awarded. So they're, they're on the hook for the money they spent on those prizes. So that, that cuts into their profit. Uh. <laughs> hey, well, I'm sure what? Um, yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, uh, someone eat my cookies. Um, so anyway, that, that totally threw me off. Anyway, yeah, so they're blaming this on roll-up and the win and, and uh, prizes, and they're saying that's why. Uh, there wasn't one mention of the fact uh, that they sucked. They're horrible. Yeah. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, keep, um, hold on, let me turn up. I got, got a cookie friend. Um, sorry, that was just fascinating all over my last story here. Um, so this is what I mean, I'm Like, I've been hearing nothing about how shitty they're fucking. I mean, I don't drink coffee, so none of this shit matters to me. But I've been hearing nothing about how everybody says just how shitty their coffee is, and now everybody else has better coffee than them. Well, see, the thing is, they never change. Uh, they never got, they haven't gotten shittier. They just never got good, and McDonald's pulled a fast one on everybody by going and getting good. Um, so, Tim Hortons has always been substandard, but everyone else was a little bit worse. Yeah. Now, McDonald's got the ball rolling by, with their McCafe rollout, which was huge. And uh, really good, like a massive improvement. And yeah, that's what I've been hearing. They started stealing, putting the spotlight on the fact that Tim Horton sucks. Um, and it's all kinds of little things, like the drink lid. Tim Horton still has that archaic fucking lid that you have to tear. Wherever the, yeah, everyone else went with a little hole. Stay open. Yeah, that's right. Everyone else went with a little hole in the top. And they went, they, they're sticking to their guns with this, oh, and people like it. No, people don't. No one ever liked it. That's why everybody else came. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this is, and this becomes their fucking problems because they don't fucking listen. Exactly. And this is why I didn't realize this until later. They, they're opening in China this year. That's, uh, that's why this is big news. Uh, massive expansion into China. And China will end up just shutting them down and blocking them like they are with their fucking soy shit. Yeah. Um, they're also something they're doing uh, more so than in recent past. They're really pushing the Canadian thing and how they're they're so Canadian. Are you doing what I think you're doing? And it's it's very common knowledge that uh, they haven't been for for most of our lives. No, the U.S. is on them. Uh, they bounced back and forth. Wendy's owned them. Burger King owned them. Now it's uh, uh, I, uh, the the brands, whatever restaurant brands international. I think they're called. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're called. That actually owns them, but yeah. They, 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 it's the same company. They own everything. They own KFC and Pepsi and uh, Taco Bell and uh, Pizza Hut. They own. They just they went in one big fell swoop and bought them all up. Um, but. It, it, that, just pushing your Canadian crap, you're not. You're not, you're not. You haven't been for a long time, and Canadians don't like you. Yeah. They actually dropped to number two for the first time ever. And the fact that you're dropped by fucking 60-something million fucking dollars tells you you're shit fucked. Yeah, it, it just really irks me that they would they would uh, minimize it. They all roll up to the rim to win isn't popular because uh, that, that's not a cool thing anymore. It's got to be digital. Um, See, as far as I know, that's still the only thing people look forward to. Exactly. Uh, and that, that's exactly, they went to, uh, I was reading a National Post article where they uh, interviewed the guy who invented it. And uh, really? he, was, he was just laughing about it. 
then of course it's not the rim. Everybody loves the rim. There's two. He's getting in the order. He's getting like if he gets like a check like every year when they do it because of that. I I don't know. I didn't say anything about that, but uh, he's uh, he he came up with the entire concept. They had a drink cup, and I guess the, the thing was to put the things on the side like McDonald's does for the Monopoly, but apparently that doubles the price of the cup. To have those little pull tabs on the side. Yeah. And Tim Hortons didn't want to spend that money, so they had to come up with another idea, and he was like, well, what's with that big rolled up part? Why don't we just unroll that and put a stamp in it? <laughs> just put a stamp inside. That says, try again later. <laughs> yeah, and it revolutionized uh, the the whole drink competition thing. It, like, it's just funny. Like the the simplest little ideas. Uh, but yeah, he's still he's like I I'm a hundred years old, but yeah, he was a good interview anyway. I think funny. Something about this company really bugs the shit out of me. I think it is, I've noticed a serious decline in their service over I would say ten years, uh, maybe maybe a little longer. Uh, maybe 15 years uh, since I've been like a devout uh, customer of theirs. Um, when Starbucks really became a thing in Canada, I really went pro Tim Hortons, and I've just seen them consistently go downhill. And the fact that they're denying it, and someone must have brought it to their attention by now. You know, sorry. go ahead. No, you, please. Um, um, I, I lost my train of thought. That's so. Oh, okay. Um, it bugs me. It bugs me when people won't admit they're wrong, and and they just. And I I don't want to see Tim Hortons disappear. Uh, they're still the, the only one I like. Um, even though they're. Shit. I really wouldn't give a shit if, if Tim Hortons just fucking stopped. I I wouldn't care in the slightest. So we have two. Uh, now here's me just uh, fucking taking a big one eighty. But we have so few iconic brands. Like it's just one that I like. I like the the iconography of it, um, even though it's false. Uh, it's still people don't all know that. Uh, I, I would say internationally, maybe they don't know that it's as false as it is. Um, yeah, just, um, we don't have a like great Canadian companies like that. It's it's our one. And it's ran its course, and it's time to die. Well, then, I mean, we, what, what should step up? We need something to, to step up and take its place. And it's, like, Dude, we got ketchup chips. Yeah, but those are a thing in the world. Nobody likes, knows, nobody's heard of them. Like, we need something to step up and be our thing, and it's not going to be fucking beaver tails. Oh, beaver tails are fucking delicious. Yeah, they are, but it's... I don't know. That's too kitty for me. I want some. I want like yeah, a, the poutine. We, the poutine, I think, could catch on. You're right about that. Well, that, that hasn't caught on. That is actually a phenomenon right now. Only that is damn. worldwide. I don't think it is because uh, my last, oh, it absolutely is. My last girlfriend still hadn't tried it. Yeah, well, that just makes her dense. Well, I should just say. saying. No offense to you, honey. Just saying. That she hasn't been listening. <laughs> or she moves. <laughs> I can check these things. Um. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. We, well, we need a cool. We need like. We need to come up with a chain restaurant then. Um. Like that's like the Carl's Jr. of poutine. Like some uh, some really cool. Like make poutine cool. Like. Um. Uh, we have in North End. I don't know if you ever went to uh, that. What the hell is that? Raglan's. Oh, I love Raglan's. If, if they made, if they could make Raglan's an international king, because they've got like fifteen different poutines and they're all awesome. Um, well, I fucking love Raglan's. Yeah, if it, I, someone needs to get in touch with the Raglan's people and make that a chain uh, worldwide and uh, make a big cool. Surfing, awesome beach dude, fucking Canadian poutine company, and make us look awesome. We have world class surfing. It's not like hard to believe. We got a lake. We got a fucking lake right by you that's so big you can surf on it. 
It has its own tide. It's a fucking lake. That's cool shit. Why don't we got to celebrate that kind of shit? Well, I'm, um, I just think that Canada either has to shut its borders and become Canadian again, or we just become the international conglomerate that we are and eliminate anything that was considered Canadian values and start involving from poutine to butter chicken poutine. Yeah, but when you say become Canadian again, I don't want to see fucking Mounties in their red uniforms and uh, Eskimos and Natives. We're cool. We've got the best skate parks in the world. Tony Hawk said that. Uh, we've, we've, got, we've got, we got two of them, one in Calgary and one in Surrey. We're two of his top ten in the world. Uh, the one in Calgary is fucking amazing. Um, anyway, like, we, we've got two of Tony Hawk's ten favorite skate parks. We've got world-class surfing on both coasts. We've got the best lacrosse. <laughs> um, Yay. We have the cool best hockey players. <laughs> yeah, they're all from Sweden, though. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, like, we have cool shit, but we don't... Why do we advertise the, the, the Mounties in the red and the fucking Pioneer days and stupid shit? The Hudson Bay Company, fuck them. Who goes there? Who shops at the Bay ever? Not this guy, I'll tell you Nobody that. Nobody does. Nobody yeah. knows shots at the base. Except during the Olympics, everyone went and bought those fucking mitts. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Forgot about those things. Yeah. That was it. That's the only time anyone in my life's ever been to the base. Nobody goes to the base. It's ridiculously overpriced. Um, I, I don't get it, but we advertise that. Like, uh, that's I Fuck. Why do we pass ourselves off as these hokey uh, pilgrims? We're not. We're awesome. We should be celebrating the Jim Carrey's and the... And the Brian Gosling, for lack of a better dude right now. Uh, more Seth Rogen and less. See, I just think that I think our best option is to just not just not care about any of that and just continue being what we are, which is awesome people. Yeah, see, well, I like that idea too. Shut it down completely and not advertise anything. You just become the fucking Fido-Dido of the world. Yeah. Until people are like, why are those guys so cool? We gotta check them out. Like, they're so cool, they don't even advertise shit. <laughs> they're so cool, they don't even care. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's us. That's a cool idea. I like it. There we go. That's something I want uh, uh, Tourism Canada, whatever they're called, to be completely focused on when uh, we're the Prime Minister. Done. We're, we'll, we will devote all our... Tourism, uh, promote Canada, will all go into anti-promotion. Oh, that was a loud yell in the background. idiot screaming. What is going on? I am in the quietest place in the world. <laughs> I am, I don't get it. It's like these people follow me, I swear to God. Hey, Eric's doing the podcast. Let's go bug him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still going. That's good. Yes, yeah, he is. Uh, going to take a little break here. I think I might have got mad and, and stopped recording us. Uh, maybe. Uh, anyway. Oh, please, please. Eric and Gord. Well, at least we're not Trudeau. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the obvious one. I think I think Andrew Shear might be using that one. That's why I didn't bring it up. <laughs> or um, Eric and Gord, fuck Trudeau. <laughs> well, see, I've got one that I think is my one I might go with that was fully inspired by you last night. Eric and Gord, fuck the fuck. <laughs> That would be the greatest thing in the world. Imagine, yes, <laughs> fuck the you go fuck. The police station just says Eric and Gord, fuck the fuck. <laughs> uh, what's going on with our government? It's fucked, and it's time for us to fuck the fuck. <laughs> we're gonna unfuck the fucks, all right? That's just what we're gonna do. It just, you know, it practically sells itself. And uh, the last one I had, the last great idea, but hopefully it's not the last great idea. I want to hear everybody's ideas. Send them in to ericandgord.com. And Gord, keep coming up with them. I'm going to have a bunch, I'm sure, by the time we're ready to roll. 
Uh, but my last one for tonight, Eric and Gord. One word, gnomes. <laughs> oh my god. Love the gnomes. The gnomes have to be a thing. Oh man. Gnomes. The gnomes. Oh, that's too good. I have to admit, that, that, that's really fucking good. So vote for one of those or come up with one of your own. Um, but I think that's our problem. We don't have a slogan yet. Everyone comes up with a slogan before anything else. Um, but naturally, we have to do it differently. But I think those are the ones that people can really get behind. Fuck the yeah. fuck. Fuck the fuck. That is so fucking That's cool. definitely going to be the theme. If, if not the slogan that we adopt, that'll be the theme of the whole campaign. They are the fuck, and it's time for us to fuck the fuck. Who's <laughs> the fuck they are? They're the fuck. Yeah, well, They're fuck the, the fuck. fuck. I love that. That's got <laughs> such a good ring, and it just makes the point. Like, you, you can get what we're getting at with that. Everyone can understand it. That's universal. Even the French will like that one. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the French Canadians will be like, oh, yeah, fuck the fuck. Yeah, tell I like that's got the youth vote for sure. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's got my vote written all the fuck over it. And I'm sure even the nicest uh, conservative farmers of Saskatchewan have called uh, Justin Trudeau the fuck at least once in his four years so far. Oh, I will guarantee that. Ah, uh, that's fuck. <laughs> Somebody needs fuck to that fuck the fuck. Yeah, see it. Oh, it gets better and better every time you see it. It's true. It's such a great, powerful thing. And it's funny because I just come out with the uh, the fuck Eric and Gord logo that I love, um, and those are going to be T-shirts without this. So it just it all comes together. It's true. Um, so and people around the world, send in your votes. Uh, screw it. We'll open voting to the world this election. We'll count your votes, whether you're Canadian or not. Get your votes in for Eric and Gord. Let's, uh, we will send them to Ottawa. That is guaranteed. Uh, we will absolutely make Ottawa aware of that the entire world wants Eric and Gord to be the Prime Minister. Yeah. Because why do you have a Prime Minister? It's to speak to the rest of the world. Um, yeah. It's not to speak to the government. We can fucking do that. that. The Prime Minister is our representative around the world. And so, really, the world should have a say in who it is, right? I would agree. There you go. We can officially be the first country to open the board, open up the uh, polling stations to the world. Hey, we can't apparently pick a decent fucking leader. Someone should do it for us. Yeah, we need to get somebody else in another country to do it for us. And left to our own devices, we vote for Trudeau. So, yeah. no, we've lost our right to vote, really, frankly, I think. Yeah, our options are what, Trudeau, Ford, and, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, we just, uh, apparently he had uh, quite the showing on Fox News yesterday. What, what happened? Oh, he was just uh, on Fox News announcing that Ontario is open for business. And come to Ontario, there's so many jobs in Ontario. Just apparently not for Ontarians. Um, and not if you want to work in healthcare or education. But other than that... Um, he just kind of made an ass of himself apparently in New York promoting Ontario and he, it, it just looks bad God, uh, well, that man makes a fucking ass of himself no matter where he goes no, I don't know I, I, yeah, you know, I, it's been a few days since I've been on the Twitter but I got on the Twitter today and caught up and man people do not like him no guy's a fucking moron like, and uh, people that fucking support him are just like, well, of course he has to undo everything that Trudeau did. Yeah, but you, you don't start with fucking health care and fucking teachers. Yeah. That's, that's not where you start. You start, again, it's like I fucking said at the beginning. You start for international. Why are we giving fucking $1.1 billion a year to the Saudis? Why, why are we doing that? That will... So, that will baffle me until our first month in office when I can look at the books. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I have a feeling that if I were to even look at the book, I think I'd just start fucking crying. It, you know, it, it's probably some fucking deal his dad made, you know? Oh, I'll guarantee it. Um, that he just, because it makes no sense. At a time, especially when we're, we're, 
pay a dollar ninety seven for gas, and we can't scrape up the money to build a refinery in Alberta for some reason, even though it would have been cheaper and a lot faster than this fucking pipeline. Yeah, which again just makes no fucking because um, we we need a refinery, or we need to buy Saudi oil. That like, I don't understand why this is not just a decision that's been made. And maybe the conservatives will work on that a little bit. I'm hoping. Um, and I mean that just provincially, the, the provincial conservatives. I don't want them to win federally. Um, but just this, this new government in Alberta will hopefully smarten up and, and work on this refinery for us so we can quit buying. Like, our options are... Are we getting oil from Washington State or Saudi Arabia? What the fuck? We've got enough oil in Alberta to support the entire human race for 3,000 years. Yeah. Estimated. Estimated. Uh, but that's an actual figure. I didn't just pull that out of my ass. That's an actual estimated figure. That the oil in Alberta could support us for 3,000 years. Well, none of us are... We better not be driving uh, fucking internal combustion engines for 3,000 years. I'll be very disappointed in all of you. Yeah, um, we still will, but we'll be disappointing that, don't worry. If we, do, if we don't have the fucking electric car by then as a thing, then we're just stupid. And stop with this fucking, oh, electric cars pollute just as much. No, they fucking don't. That's a stupid, I hate that shit. No. They wouldn't if we did things right. We're just not doing things right. Figure it out and do it right. It's time to fuck the fuck. Right? Goddamn right. I'm sick of the fuck. Because it makes us all look idiotic, and we're not. We're the smartest... It makes us look like a bunch of fucks. We're the smartest things in the universe. And yet we look like a bunch of retards. Uh, and then we, we fight like children over the stupidest things when the easiest answers are right in front of our fucking faces. That's right. And we get corrupted by stupidity... And then there's no honesty anywhere in the world. You can't listen to a decent news report. Do you know how many goddamn news reports I have to string together to come up with one story that sounds like it makes sense? Three. At least. <laughs> and I just skimmed two of them, so, really. It's not, like, hard, but still. When Eric and Gord are the most credible news source in the Western Hemisphere, um, it speaks to our awesomeness, but it also speaks to the fact that there's a problem with the system. It shouldn't be this easy for us to be the number one news source in all of the land. Um, the other one that I read that's actually quite credible and well-written is Al Jazeera. <laughs> not, even, not even kidding about that. Great, great reporting they do when they're not hating on America uh, and all that stupid shit. But no, Al Jazeera is actually pretty neutral and they're a, great, they're a great read. But there's very few credible news sources out there anymore and that's stupid. And there's people are paying too much attention to the, people, the wrong people and not to the innovators and the people who are going to actually change things and make things right. And that's why we end up with the fuck. And the fuck makes no sense. Why are we buying Washington oil and Saudi oil? We've got our own goddamn oil. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just don't get it. How does you know, that... Working at a grocery store, one of the things I thought was funny, one of Canada's biggest exports is blueberries. Yes. Go to a grocery store and try to find local fucking blueberries. Impossible. Yeah. Unless you go no. buy them at, from the farm. Yeah, it's all fucking, it's all from California. Why? Richmond is, that's all Richmond is. Yep. Blueberries, as far as the eye can see. And Ikea. <laughs> that's God. it. That's a, that whole part of this city. There's blueberries and Ikea. And we don't get to buy them. No. No, everybody else gets it. It's not, not, even a, a, not even an option in a store. How the... What the... That's the fuck. The fuck makes no sense. It's time to fuck the fuck. That's right. Oh, I'm not letting that go. I love that. <laughs> the fuck. The fuck. The fuck. It's like the Matrix, but it's what the Matrix really is. It's a big fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That's fantastic. Um, on that note, I think we can uh, let it go for the night. Um, you sound like you're getting tired, and I know you got a big day ahead of you tomorrow. Yeah, I got a big long fucking day ahead of me tomorrow. Well, my, my fingers are crossed for you. I hope it goes exactly the way you want it to. 
Um, I certainly hope so. It'll be it'll be nice because I have no fucking money sitting in my account at work. So I hear that. Um, I'm going to spend the day really uh, trying to get people fired up about this as an idea and just keep promoting the hell out of us because I really like the way things are going and I just want to once again say thank you to the listeners. I won't go so far as to call you fans yet because I know that's presumptuous, but you're listening and that's awesome. I can't thank you enough. Um, if you start writing in, we'll call you fans. That would be very cool and free gifts for everyone who does. Um, if you're not too tired, can I, can I expect to hear from you tomorrow? Um, you know what? I'll probably need the wind down after. So yeah, probably so. Excellent. In that case, I, I don't know. I've got these two tentative guests. Hopefully one of them shows up this week. Uh, in the meantime, I'll keep trying to get someone else. Um, but nevertheless, it's, it's just as fun for me if it's just you and I, so... Uh, Always is a pleasure. Send in your letters, emails, phone calls, whatever you like, and keep listening. Um, we'll be back roughly 22 hours to do this again. Until then, take care of each other. Fuck the fuckers. Oh, I love it. <laughs>